Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the No More Leadership BS podcast. We are glad you are with us today. And today we're going to talk about the very cloudy subject of clarity. <laughs> Uh, I see what you did. You see what I did there. Yeah, got that. The cloudy subject. Yes, it was clear. Thank you. (laughs) It was totally clear. (laughs) Absolutely. And we're going to start off. What's clarity? How many times has somebody invited you to their house, or invited you to an event, or you invited them, and they said, "Yeah, I think I'll make it." And then you go to the event. I think I can make that. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. And we go to the event and they don't show up. And then we're mad because they're not there because you said, you you said, oh, hey, I thought you were coming. Well, well, they didn't tell you they were coming. They said they might be able to make it. They weren't sure. And we took it as a the real thing. That's just one example. And we're going to start here this, today with what are some of the examples or problems that you all have have seen in your decades. We should add that up at some point. We're well well over 100 years of experience. Oh, don't do Uh, that. Don't do that. That's ageist because we have gray hair. Come on. That's true too. But have hair. Some don't have hair. But experiences and the challenges that lack of clarity bring. I I know I could share numerous ones, but let's go to Miss Myra Hall first. What do you think some of the problems can be from a lack of clarity, Myra? Give us some examples. Well, one of the biggest things in my mind is there is always going to be expectations. Any relationship, you're going to have expectations of the relationship. And if you aren't clear about your expectations and just say, if you're leading an office and you hired a front desk person, say, what would happen if you didn't clear that you wanted her there at nine, she had lunch from 12 to one, and she got to go home at five. You would expect her to know. And that's an extreme example, I understand. But if you expected her, just she should know that everybody comes at nine o'clock, gets lunch from 12 to one and gets to go home at five. How come she's coming in at eight and taking her lunch and then leaving right after lunch? Because expectations were not set to start with. So I think that's one of the biggest problems is we assume, everybody knows what assume means, ask (laughs) out of you and me. It makes us both look foolish. Not because they are trying to get you, it's because they took the expectations differently than what you did. So I think one of the biggest problems with communicating clearly is we're not clear about what we expect. Yeah, that, that's good. Good, You said in there, well, they should know. There, there's Here's leadership tip number one for today's episode is, as a leader, don't run around shooting on people. They, uh, yeah, you need more clarity than that. Isn't that right, Conroy? You've been shoot on before, I'm pretty sure. 
I have been. It's not pleasant. That's all I have to say about that. Pretty much it. Was that a segue to me? Is that what this is? <laughs> and for the sake of clarity, yes, I would like Mr. Okay. Jeff Conroy to read. You weren't clear on that. You weren't clear on that. I have done a lot of reading on clarity, and I'm a firm believer that real communication be begins with clarity. Once you have clarity, performance improves dramatically. It reduces misunderstandings. How many times did your mother say, is that clear? Anyone's mom ever said, is that clear? It eliminates doubts. And have I had my share of not being clear? Yeah, most definitely. But I've always really worked hard to make sure that those that I am working with understand and have clarity moving forward on what is expected of them from me. Does it happen overnight? No. A lot of times they want to fight it. They want to read into it. That's why you've got to sit down and say, this is what the goal is. This is what needs to be done. It needs to be done by this time. And this is what the outcome needs to be. Do you understand that? And if they have questions, now is the time for questions. When you, what I would always do is I would always have weekly check-in meetings. I'm not a micromanager by any stretch of the imagination. I don't hire people to do their job. I hire people to, to do a job. And I would say, I would meet with them every week and say, where are we with this? And let's be understanding. And I would say, are we on track to meet the goal? What problems are you having? How do we knock down those problems? How do we figure it out together? Because they've got to have buy-in in order to fix that goal or to attain that goal. And it was, it makes them part of the solution. But clarity, everything comes down to clarity. Your top performers want clarity. Isn't that so true? Just tell me what you want me to do. Yep. Yeah. It Get brings to mind... Way. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, by the way, that brings to mind a quote I really like from George Bernard Shaw that says, the challenge with communication is the illusion that actually occurred. Yeah, and yeah that, that's one of my, my favorite yeah. quotes. Dr. Sam, I'm sure from your background in higher education and leading people and even students that you have been shut on a, a few times too, and got some examples of, of, of when clarity was desperately needed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you know, I was thinking about my higher ed days and I dealt with some stuff that was more goopy kinds of things. So if there wasn't clarity on the expectations put on a student who had behaved badly, then they might be destined to repeat the same behavior. So when I give them their finger wag letter to not contact somebody or not go into a particular building, I would ask them, do you understand? Yes, I understand. Great. Explain it to me. And make them repeat it. It's not that I don't believe you. I want to hear what you understand. So I know if I've been unclear about something. Perfect. I can yeah. clarify, make that work out. Perfect. And in the other direction, when I would work on a project, I may give a draft to a colleague, a trusted colleague, who I knew would critique the material, not critique me. But I would ask them to give us a look, check my thinking on this. What did I miss? And so then we get clarity on the topic, where we're going and why make sure that we're actually going to get there. And if leaders don't open themselves up to critiquing of their work, then they're destined to be unclear because they only have one perspective. Yep. And I've heard this forever. We as humans never get to see our own faces. We see reflections, we see pictures, but we don't ever get to see our own face. So why in the world wouldn't we ask somebody who has a better point of view to help us take a look and see what's going on? Oh, that's good stuff. And it, it jumps to mind. And I know you say it, I've heard you say it, Dr. Sam, numerous times. And I know Myra describes to this one too, that it's 
that you can't read the label from inside the box. Yep. And so getting a different perspective, well, I think the point there you just made that you know that you've built a lack of clarity into the system because you're the only one looking at it, that you need a, another view. Jeff Geoff McLaughlin is in the house today, like every episode. And I know I read someplace the other day, you've spoke to more than a million people. Is that right? Almost 2 million. Yeah. 2 yeah. million. Oh my goodness. Worked with so them, yeah. I bet you've got an example or two of when Claire <laughs> could have been better. Oh yeah. Well, it's funny because of what I do when did, unlike Dr. Sam, I come from the world of lower education, which is oftentimes public school and elementary, middle school and high school. And that it's funny because if you give directions and there is no clarity, there is chaos. And it's that simple. If I can give directions to, and I taught kindergarten, by the way, I was a kindergarten teacher, which for those of you who are listening, I'm a big bearded fellow. And I can imagine that you can hear the screams as kids came into school for the very first day and saw like a Sasquatchy looking person at the front of the class going, hi kids, welcome, welcome to school. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Mr. Mom. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of parents, a lot of meetings with it. Is that really a teacher? Yes, I am. Thank you. But the lack of clarity. So the clarity and expectations that you set forth in your classroom, in the business, in wherever it is that you are, the moment you have clarity and people go, I understand what I'm supposed to do, how it's successful and how I get there. You can say, okay, cool. Great. Ready? Go. And then you can, you just observe. You sit back and observe and. I can tell right away, and especially now in, in my career of having worked with that many people, if I give a direction that was not clear and I say go, then there is chaos. And that means that I didn't do my job of creating clarity in what exactly is supposed to happen in the next 30 to 90 seconds. And so it's not always obvious because sometimes the task is much larger than an immediate thing. Okay, cool. We, we got this project working on and it's going to be the next 18 months. Well, how do you break that down so that every step is clear? How do you break it down? Well, that's project management, right? It's as a manager. Hey, how are things going? What's happening? What do you need help with? Where are we on track? Where are we off track? Asking good questions helps to develop clarity. And so as leaders, if we're asking good questions and helping to keep our teams on track and saying, hey, here's the goal. Are we on track? If we're not, what do we need to do to get back on track? Because that's the goal. We got to make sure everybody's on board with the goal first. Because if you don't have everybody on board with getting to the same goal, you have lack of clarity and it's not going to happen. So it's just a vital piece of successful behavior is making sure everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to do to be successful. And are they on board with getting to the same goal? Do you instill that? Is that absolutely clear? Because if it's not, you're going to be in trouble right from the start. Yeah, from the get-go. Good stuff, Geoff. So Myra, what are some of the consequences of lack of clarity? What happens when we're not clear? I think there's a lot of consequences, but the one that I have seen do the most damage is lack of trust. When you're not clear, then, yes. and they think that they know what you're saying, and it comes back to bite them in the butt. They didn't read your mind correctly. And they had the best of intentions. The communication just wasn't clear. Then they're not going to trust as easily in the future. And what happens with lack of trust? I think we all know the answer to that. There's the relationship goes downhill 
they start to feel unsafe, like they're walking on eggshells because they don't know what you want. And when they're not doing what they, what you actually want, but what they think you want and they get called on and on for it, then they're going to start being resentful. It just starts a snowball of really bad relationships. That's one of the best reasons I can think of to be clear is it because you're going to lose trust if you're not. When is the best time to have clarity with team members? Right now. now. Onboarding, day Almost. one. <laughs> Onboarding. When that new team member comes in to your company or onto your team, sit down with them. Spend as much time as you need to have clarity. Explain what the department does, what the company does, where the bathrooms are, where the coffee machine is, where the copy machine is, when are time cards due, when should you be at work, what time are breaks, who you'll be working with, those types of things. Clarity is everything. And it starts from day one when bringing a new team member on. I can't tell you how many horror stories I've heard from companies saying, yeah, I've been here two months and I just found out where I can get a cup of coffee. I was here two days. I've had someone, I actually had someone tell me I was here for two days before I knew where the bathroom was. Oh, wow. Don't Must just had a big bladder. Don't, wow. gonna say, don't the don't, plant in the corner doesn't count. No, <laughs> don't, but don't just drop them in and hope for the best. Set oh, them man. up for success yeah. and clarity, clarity sets them up for success. Well, that, that's a great point, Jeff. One, one of the things that clients of mine tell me when we're talking about it, and this is all kind of as, as we started with Myra in the whole communication realm, one of the things they tell me is, well, I told them leaders will be complaining about something that's not getting done. And they said, well, I told them, well, when did you tell them? Well, I can't really remember, but it was quite a while ago. Exactly. Well, <laughs> you told them once and they didn't do it. That's because it wasn't clear, right? We assume, here's your favorite word, Myra. We, as, we assume that if our employees knew exactly what was expected of them and had the tools to do it, all that stuff, that they would do it, right? You can't make the assumption that your employee is actively going against what you want them to do. So if your assumption is that the employee hasn't done what you want them to do, th that's on you as the leader. Then you have to assume that, look, I didn't communicate this effectively. I wasn't clear at all the things that Conroy was just talking about. Because if you assume that the employee is actively working against you and the company, then you have other issues <laughs> to deal exactly. with. Exactly. I think, Dr. Sam, I bet you had a couple of those too, not even students. I think it's a trap that leaders fall into that we, man, maybe this is a human thing even. We assume the worst in people instead of assuming the best in them, taking that on ourselves that we've got to be more clear in our communication. And that's your mind reading there, Mr. Geyer, because that's exactly what I was thinking, that when given partial or imperfect information, people will fill in the gaps with bad news yeah. and assume yeah. that their things are not going to go well or that there's a nefarious intent in mind. And one of the consequences, of course, is people, the trust drops that we've discussed, Another bit, which is, I have a minimally impactful story, but it's such a good illustration. I'm a big fan of True Colors. And True Colors is one of these personality kind of assessments. And one of the things that we can do is have each put in groups by color, and then they start to build a plan to improve the city that they're in. The gold group is the rule followers or the accountants. They're the specifics, give me details. Let me do this thing. In this exercise, you say you've got an unlimited budget. 
You get to apply it however you want. How do you improve the city? Unlimited budget. The golds every time will mean, what do you mean unlimited? Like, how much is that? It's unlimited. It's infinite. But how do we know how much everybody gets? It's infinity. So take money's not a problem. I've had groups go back and do their plan and come out with a pie chart that shows infinity divided up among the areas they want to spend money in. Because they need to make sense of this in the way that they can understand, have their own clarity. So people will make up clarity where it doesn't exist or where they don't think that it exists. So it's important to understand, others understand, to make sure that they are clear and we're clear about what they think they know. It's complex. We may never get to 100% clarity. You got to ramp it up past 50 for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be past 50. You've already made me think about Geez, I made a pie chart about infinity. I'm back on the whole thing that like the universe is infinite. And every, the common knowledge is this infinite universe is getting bigger. And that that just blows my mind even. So then to make infinity a pie chart that represents infinity, that's wow, craziness. That's impressive, <laughs> that actually. Like, that, that actually sounds like something, Geoff, that maybe a kindergartner or something would come up with. I don't know. What do you got? Oh, those kindergartners, I'm telling you, you give them an impossible (laughs) task and they'll figure it out. But no, I have an example of this lack of clarity. So my wife is a special education teacher, pediatric occupational therapist. She shares a room at her school, at the school that she mostly works at, with two other therapists. And this week, they got an email, surprisingly, on Wednesday that said, hey, by the way, we, we know that this is inconvenient and it's not ideal, but we would really like it if you guys would consider moving rooms. We know that you're three quarters of the way through the year and it's just a hassle and this other space isn't ideal, but we have this opportunity and we'd really like you guys to consider this. And so the truth is that what they'd already done is that the school had already hired somebody to do a job and they were already going to evict them from their space. So rather than just say, by the way, we got this new program, you guys are going to have to move. They went around this whole, we'd really like you to consider it. Well, the consideration is no, because this is our space and this is where we need to see students and this is where we do therapy. But they didn't give them, they, they said the clarity, the lack of clarity was they didn't know anything about what was going on. They just get an email out of the blue that says you have to move spaces. We'd like your input on this, but we're not actually going to consider your input. You're just going to move. So why not just say that in the first place? And so now, within a matter of days, all of the therapists, and not just at the school, but in the district, are going, well, wait a minute, are we going to get evicted? And I can tell you right now that there's art, it creates a very uncomfortable environment where there is a complete lack of trust, where there is no input. And it's like, we're just cogs in the wheel and we're all replaceable. And if you don't like us, then I guess that we're gone. And that's a really challenging thing. If you're an employee, and you're in the space where you don't have clarity. If Yeah. And if you knew the outcome, why would you ask? So if the goal is we need to get these people to move, let's give them not even the option. Just say, hey, by the way, you guys, we need this space. We're going to have to move you out here. We're so sorry about that. What can we do to help you guys make that successful out there? That's not the conversation. The conversation is, hey, by the way, we'd like your input, but we're going to do it the way we want to do it anyway. But we want you to feel heard, even though we're not going to actually listen. And so, again, complete lack of clarity, and it develops this sense of anxiety and mistrust, and then you're going to get resentment, and you're going to get people who are not actively involved in helping to actually solve the problems as they come. Because honestly, 
there's a lot of different spaces that they could use that would have been beneficial, but they didn't even ask for the input. And now they're just going to kick people out for three people, three therapists out for one, one person in. And it's very interesting. So those are the yeah. things that if you don't create that clarity, if you don't just be honest and upfront. Yeah. Just be honesty, even if it hurts, even if it's, you know what, this is not great news, you guys. I'm so sorry. We're going to have to move you guys because we have this new program coming in and we need your space. And your space is the only available space that we have that actually fits the needs of this program. Yeah. That would have been much better than going the roundabout. And then, so it's, and, again, it's just crazy. It's just and crazy. You and, and, and you don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be mean about it. Exactly. It's just, it's, hey, sometimes it's just business. It's, this is what we need. You happen to have that space. How do we succeed? And as leaders, we wonder, why are our employees disengaged? Why can't? Right. <laughs> so let's, we're getting close to the end here. So let's kind of wrap this up. Let's give our listeners, what's one thing, maybe from each of us, what's one thing that you can implement as soon as you're done listening to this podcast to bring more clarity to your leadership? Go. Honestly. My business is named 360 Clarity for this reason. On my wall behind me, it says, be curious, not judgmental. So as you're going through your day, apply more curiosity. Assume you don't know and ask more questions to gain better clarity. There you go. That was good. What'd you say? It's great, Dr. Sam. Thank you. What'd you say, Conroy? I always tell my people when I work with them, let's be honest, let's be honest with each other. Let's be honest with your team. That's the only way it's going to move. You're going to move forward. That's really good. And what's your advice, Myra? I'm going to use that bad word, assume. And assume that you're not clear. That's the safest place to be. Exactly. Assume That's that good. what you just said was not clear to the person you're saying it with and always go in and and make sure that they knew what. And there's lots of tools that we all use to help our clients. And part of it is mirroring back and saying, making sure that the understanding is there on both sides. That's good stuff too, Myron. Nice. Geoff? Ask for understanding. Ask. Just, you have to say, is that clear? Yes. Exactly. Great. Tell me exactly what you're going to do from here on out. Then you can okay. see if they actually have understanding. So ask the question and then follow up. Good stuff. So we had be curious, be honest, assume that you're not clear, ask for understanding. And I would say have a mindset of this mindset to not should on people. Don't project what I think they should be doing, make sure that it's clear. Curious, honest, assume that you're not clear. Ask for understanding and have a mindset towards clarity and this improved communication. Hey, for the No More Leadership BS team, we are happy that you have listened to our podcast today. Subscribe to us, like us if you haven't already on whatever podcast system you're listening to and have a very clear day. So to be clear, we will be back with you next week with another great episode from the No More Leadership BS crew. So long, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.